Do we need a strong hand right now? Yes, we do. Have you all got a strong hand in the chat? I hope you have. Welcome, everyone. Today, Monday, the 21st of August, 2023. For those that don't know, my name is Brian. I am the UK Bitcoin master, and this is your alternative to the crappy BBC that is full of BS, the bullish Bitcoin channel. If you're new, I go live twice a week, every Monday, every Thursday, 6 p.m. London time. And I literally talk about Bitcoin for half an hour or so. So welcome, everyone. Please don't forget to subscribe if you're new. Smash the like button if you haven't already. And do tweet this out, Nostra this out, whatever you need to do to help and support the show. Um, if you are new, really important right now that you read the disclaimer below because you're not going to get any financial advice here. You're not going to get any silly price predictions, charts, technical analysis, none of that stuff because I don't understand it. I couldn't go through technical analysis if you wanted me to, so I'm not even going to try. So don't expect it. If you want to check out all the videos I've done, I've been live streaming since I think it's about April 2018, so over five years now, go to ukbitcoinmaster.com and you will find close to 600 live streams. There's everything over there you'd need to watch and learn to get your head around why we say Bitcoin, not crypto. So check them out. Now, if you also want to take me out of the equation and listen to some of the greatest minds in the Bitcoin space today, and the last six years since I've been in Bitcoin, then go to bitcoininterviews.com or scan the QR code. There are some fantastic interviews over there with the greatest and brightest minds within Bitcoin and finance today. So please, please do take the time to go check them out. And then last but not least, if this won't, uh, yeah, not your keys, not your coins. I'm going to say it again. Look, if you have any coins on an exchange, they own them, not you. So the best advice I can ever give you, if you don't want to lose them, even if they're not Bitcoin and they are worth money to you, get them off an exchange. My top tip, turn them into Bitcoin, put them on a hardware wallet and forget about it for a decade. That's what I would suggest you do. But just don't leave anything on exchanges. OK, before we get into this in earnest, let's see who we've got in the house that I can give a shout out to uh, Bitcoin Meister Pounded. Thank you, Adam, as always. John G is with us. Uh, Vinnie Rondo, Staten Island. Elaine, uh, getting better. Mrs. UK. Good to see you, sweetheart. Um, who else have we got? Yorkie Bitcoiner, Uncle Hodler coming in from Arizona. Uh, Johnny Midas from the desert. Good to see you, sir. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner. Big shout out to my newly orange pilled and new subscriber to the channel, Cliff. Cliff, if you're in the house, welcome. Learn from the channel. Learn from some of the people over the years that I've recommended that you should learn from. And I'm telling you, one of them, crazy as he is, is Bitcoin Meister, who's in the chat right now. That guy has done thousands of live streams about why Bitcoin has some of the greatest minds on his channel, and he's in our chat right now. So, Cliff, check out Bitcoin Meister and follow uh, or go in and look at loads of his videos. Uh, who else have we got? Michael Weber is with us. Good to see you, Michael, from the south coast of the UK. Uh, MW coming in from 
somewhere in Spain. Uh, who else have we got? Matthew Underhill is with us, UK Bitcoin farmer. Well, good to see you in the summer. You are normally working till gone midnight. So good to see you. Buds Dobnik is with us. Look, welcome, everyone. If you want to get my attention, type in UK Bitcoin Master. I'll most definitely give you a shout out. OK, so without further ado, let's get into the uh, show and the first thing I want to do is shoot over to the charts. Sorry, shoot over to the desktop. And if you're not already subscribed to my backup channel, there's a link in the show notes. Go there, click this top one and subscribe to UK Bitcoiner. That way, if this channel gets taken down as it's done before, along with Bitcoin Meisters, for no reason, then I will go live, live, I will go live instantly over there and you'll have that continuity. Of course, there's loads of other links over there all sorts. So do check them out. That is in the show notes uh, right now. Uh, quickly, if you want to drop a tip, there's three SATs addresses. You certainly don't have to, but if you want to, you can. If you want to keep your SATs and donate a cup of coffee, uh, scan that QR code and you won't go far wrong. And then last but not least, um, if you want to check out my Geyser Fund page, there it is. There's yet another QR code. Okay, so Let's get into the show and the content, and I'm going to bring up the chart. And here we are, just a shade over 26,000. If some of you are not out there doing your research and learning and wondering what the hell happened when it was 29, 30,000 down to 26,000, well, basically, this is what Bitcoin does. I've said this over years. Bitcoin Meister has said this over years. If you cannot stomach the volatility in Bitcoin, uh, ups and downs, sometimes for no reason whatsoever, you should not be in Bitcoin, is my particular take. What you're looking at here is the Bitcoin price since we've got records. And you can see quite clearly back over here, it is pretty well flatlined. Not much going on all the way along until we hit the first Bitcoin, uh, sorry, yeah, first halving there. Now, what I want to do, let me just... Uh, change this. Hold on a sec. There we go. What I want to do is I want to focus on something I haven't normally done, but I'm going to do it. And that is this. If you take out all the volatility of Bitcoin, so take a look at this chart and I'm going to put a screenshot of another chart up with a red band on it and just concentrate on this. Hold on. Okay. Right. So if we take out all of those highs up to 69K and we get a steady adoption curve, here we are. I can't show you this. My cursor won't show you. But where the, the, uh, the orange box is there at the, at the most up-to-date price we've got, you can see that there's a gentle curve. And if it continued in an upward direction, the question is, would you be happy? So what I've done here is now this is very crude. It is very rudimentary, but I want to give you an insight into why I always say, you know, buy your Bitcoin and forget about it for a decade. Let's have a look at what I mean there. OK, so here's what I know, because I did some I dug into it today. The Bitcoin price in August 2013 no, it fluct you know, fluctuated through August. But the one I found nearest to today's date, 10 years ago, Bitcoin was $142. OK, there's a tweet coming up soon where somebody said I sold out at $14 because $14 I didn't want to lose my money. 
Let's fast forward to August 2023. And forgive me, it's $26,020 at the moment. So we're pretty close there. But at 26000 holding Bitcoin, if you'd have bought it back in 2013 for a decade, it would have 183 x your money. OK, that's just literally doubling um, every. Uh, sorry, that is sorry, not doubling every year. Forgive me. That is looking at the price. Twenty six K divided by one four two. It gives you one hundred and eighty three X. Would you have been happy with a one hundred and eighty three X return on your investment? Anybody says no, you need to go away and do some research. You really do. So. This is one chart. Now, we are in 2023, so let's take a look at that. 26K today. Let's zoom out and see what would happen by 2033 if that 183X again. Now, past performance is no promise of what might happen in the future. It's simply saying if what happened over the last 10 years happens again over the next 10 years, you can expect a Bitcoin price in the early 2030s to be 4.8 million. Okay, so let's take it one step further and let's say that that just does not happen, but we get a 40x in a decade. How many people on this call would like to turn 26k into $1 million? Now, I hate talking about price, but that is the reality of what we have here. If it doesn't 183x, it only 40xs. But if I now go back and show the original chart, the price chart. No, I don't want the price chart. Hold on a minute. I want to go backwards here. Hold on. I'm trying out something new. There we go. Right. What we know is when any new technology comes out that changes the world, you get what we call a hockey stick moment, or you get an S-curve where for 10 years, you get around 10% adoption, and then another 80% of that adoption happens over the coming 10 years. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. But what you're looking at here is a gradual chart increasing steadily over the next 10 years. What happens if right by today's price, this thing starts to turn when BlackRock's ETF is approved, we hit the halving or there's some kind of event that catapult it in an upward direction, parabolic, like a hockey stick. That is why I say buy it, hold it offline and don't trade it. Don't dip in and out. A lot of them will say sell off at the top, take some profits, buy back in lower. That's okay, but what happens if all of a sudden, and I don't know, the cycles end, and all of a sudden, the thing goes parabolic? That is all I'm trying to say here, people. How would you like a 1 million Bitcoin price, literally in 10 years from now, at a 40x increase and not a 183 increase? Okay, so that's it. I just added that in this afternoon. Obviously, the thumbnail had been created, and the thumbnail was talking about this stacking Richie. Welcome. This friggin' crazy. Well, look, I'll just say it as it is an orb. 
that you that scans your retina. I mean, when you dig in, and again, listen, I'm not clever enough to understand and work out, you know, what some of these top people in the Bitcoin community, how they talk about it, what it's going to do, what it's not going to do, etc. Um, all I know is from what I've learned over six years, I do not want to give my biometric data to anyone. I've been using my eye on my phone and I know that's a mistake. I'm now stopping it. I'm removing my thumbprint and putting a pass, you know, a digit, four digits, six digits to get into apps. I'm simply doing everything I can to improve my privacy going forward. We all make mistakes, but I'm learning from them and I'm doing everything I can to turn that around. Oh, and by the way, um, Uncle Hodler, if you haven't checked your emails, please do so and confirm you got my email about, well, read the email. I'll leave it at that, uh, my good buddy. Um, so here's the thing. I was watching... I, I watched several podcasts between these shows to find material for the shows, but also to learn myself. And all I know is from what I've been watching, people are lining up for miles all around the world to scan their eye and to get some tokens from this, I guess it's a coin. Again, I don't know. Um, to get some tokens, which is short-term gain for long-term. They're going to own you. They're going to control you. They're going to turn your money on and off, and they're going to do everything that is dystopian. And that's what I'm just not going to be part of. So for those of you that are not aware of what the hell this is, let's go back to the desktop. And I saw this on Twitter, and no, I'm not following them. 9th of August, good morning, London. There's a friggin' orb there. You know, it's going around the world and hundreds of thousands of people are giving up their privacy by sticking their eyes against this blasted thing. And it ain't me. And I'm a Bitcoiner. And when you don't understand Bitcoin, you will go off and you will do stuff like this. When you do understand Bitcoin, there we are, uh, Proof of work again, doing the research, watching the correct podcast, getting the right Bitcoin signal, you will learn why the hell you don't go after something that's free that's going to track you for the rest of your life is where I'm coming from. So I was recently watching a podcast um, with um, Preston Pish. He was on uh, Scott Melker's channel, The Wolf of All Streets, and um the whole interview was brilliant, but Preston started talking about this orb coin, this world coin, as it's called. And um, what I wanted to do was run a short video clip for you all on that so you can get an idea of what Preston Pish, very clever guy in my opinion, no one up on a pedestal, but how Preston Pish, you know, crikey, he sat in with a board of MicroStrategy. He's had one-on-ones with Michael Saylor's board at MicroStrategy. So this is how influential this guy is and how people listen to Preston Pish. And I want to run this clip of Preston on Scott Melker's show and just literally listen to what they're talking about. Yeah, you're going to see WorldCoin probably uh, 
I suspect it's going to be more popular than Bitcoiners think or realize, but it doesn't really matter because the people who are going to want WorldCoin are the net consumers or the people that are not adding value, net value. Now, let me just explain what that means. When you watch the whole interview, what Preston is saying is the people that won't do the proof of work or the people that can't afford, they've got no spare income at all. They're probably living beyond their means, which is most people around the world today. There's not a cat in hex chance they're going to be able to invest in Bitcoin. So what are they going to do? They're going to run after free stuff, which is why I put that uh, free bit in the thumbnail. And, you know, understandably, there's something free, so they're going to go get it. But of course, if they just gave up a bit of rubbish TV time and just watched some of these podcasts and learned, then maybe they'd find a way to develop another income stream if they really wanted to, to, to DCA into Bitcoin. Um, but they won't. So they'll go after WorldCoin. So he calls them, I think, non-producers or whatever it was, the net producers, the people that own assets, the people that, you know, always live be below their means so that they can invest are the people that won't go after this thing. Sorry, I'll carry on. Uh, to the society. And it's going to be interesting to see how the governments kind of like latch on to this WorldCoin thing. Um, hopefully they don't. And hopefully it's it's way worse than I guess where I'm expecting some of it to go um, with its adoption and that it just turns into like any other coin. It just like Sorry. goes away. Beep. That's what I'm hoping happens. But I guess I'm, I taking, it, I'm taking it. I'm taking take it, it more seriously. serious. You have yeah, to take I think it seriously. Need, yeah, I think not, I mean the, the people behind it you have to take very seriously that they're very, very serious so. about it and whether it in its current form could proliferate and become that popular if governments decide that this is the asset that they will use for this process that could be very scary. Uh, why why create this CBDC in our own country if we can utilize a world coin. So let me stop it there for a minute. What he's saying, and it's okay, it's only speculation, we know that. But if there is a coin out there that people are willingly giving up their data to get a few tokens of it, okay, why do they want to go through all the headache of trying to develop this CBDC when there is a coin there that can step in and do their job for them? Okay, they've got to adapt it, but that's the point. And it's so flipping scary to me as somebody that's so deep down the rabbit hole you know, none of us know what they're going to do, how bad it's going to be. You know, are we, you know, making out it to be worse than it's going to be? But I don't think so, because, you know, throughout history, governments, bankers, etc., they never give up their monopolies without a fight. And they'll do everything they can and every dirty underhand trick they can do to ensure they stay rich and the po the masses stay poor. So you've got to keep that in mind. But, you know, what he's saying is really scary here. Just think about it. They are the net producer. If we're going to break it down by nation states, right? The net producers of, of the world, those countries, they're going to look at them like, uh, not only no, but hell no, right? Your net consuming nation states is where this is going to be most popular. Because so, it's free money. Because <laughs> it's, it's a handout, right? Yep. And it's this this fake, like, you don't have to do anything. You just get it, right? <laughs> How in the world is yeah, anybody? Yeah, you have to do something. You have to scan your eye and give them your biometric data. 
Yeah, I find the whole thing to be very concerning. I think it's something that people need to take serious. I think it definitely fails in the end because nobody's going to want to accept something that can just be handed out. That there's no there's no proof of work behind the the units, um, and that's that's going to lead to failure. I couldn't agree more. So you know, Adam Meiser just put in the chat, "Ice scan is forever." Yeah, I'm 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 done there, Adam. Um, I can't undo that. I know I can't undo that, but. Um, at least I am in motion, as you say, at least, um, I am doing everything I can now to turn around my security and privacy. Some of it I can't undo. No, I totally get that. But you know, this is why I've held Bitcoin since 2017 and 2018, uh, with that like super strong hand and nobody's taking it from me, but take your point. Um, Yorkie Bitcoiner, if something is offered for free, you and your data are the are the goal. Yeah, you're the product. No, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So let's get into some tweets I came across again, because, you know, they're going to sort of give us an, uh, an insight into what's happening right under our noses that most people are just not taking any notice of. I want to hit the right button here. OK, so I found this tweet um, and it says this is from the UK. Attention, UK crypto users. From the beginning of next month, exchanges and other crypto service providers will be required to collect, verify and share info on transactions. The FATF wants to know where you are sending your SATs. This is the clampdown. Very, very subtly under the radar, but they're starting to clamp down. And I just think we've got to stay one step ahead of them. How the heck we do that, God only, goodness only knows. But buy Bitcoin, improve your privacy. Look, I've gone through every single program, every single website I've ever registered on, and I'm doing it a little bit at a time, day by day, week by week. And I'm literally updating my email to a privacy email or a, you know, um, um, simply login email that if I get scammed or spammed, I can just stop it there and delete it. I'm doing that. I'm changing my address. So if anybody comes to get my Bitcoin, they're going to end up a hundred miles away. Um, you know, so I'm doing everything I can to protect my family for the future because it isn't right now when Bitcoin's 26K, it's one bit when, it is when one Bitcoin is in excess of a million. And if you've got several of them, you're going to put a target on your back. And I know I'm probably already putting a target on my back right now. But I feel I have a duty to do my own little bit to help people not stick their eyeball against that orb, not get wrecked by buying those crap coins. Um, so... I can't hide. I need to be out there at least doing my own little bit. I added this later today. Now, you may not be able to read it, but I'm going to read it for you. From Bitcoin Bristol here in the UK. And it was from PC Mag, And it said, X will begin to have users verify their identity by having them submit a selfie alongside a government-issued ID. The process requires users to consent to X, formerly Twitter, um, whoops, hang on, storing their information for 30 days and sharing it with Autotix, an identity verification company based in Israel. 
Now, I can't confirm or deny this. I just saw this. And it's like, I don't know what they're going to do, but yet again, you know, another big starting to clamp down on wanting to keep people's data. And, you know, these bigs, they'll be lent on by governments to do this stuff, to share our data with the government so they can track us and they can pin us down and they can suppress us and take our Bitcoin or whatever that might look like. And it's like, people, wake up because this thing is happening. Oh, my Lord, Gary O'Connell's in the house. Well, man, that is spooky, Gary. Now, for those that don't know, Gary introduced me to Bitcoin six and a half years ago, and I'll be forever grateful. And Gary, good to see you in the house. But Gary, you've just joined us. Do not scan your retina with WorldCoin. Don't do it. If you want to know why, go back and do some research. Anyway, we move on. Bitcoin for Freedom said the whales will use every opportunity and bad news in the media to manipulate the price so that weak hands sell their Bitcoin. Remember the charts I showed about 15 minutes ago. If you believe that Bitcoin can do over the next 10 years what it did over the last 10 years, then you want to stick around because you're going to see a $1 million plus Bitcoin. I can't tell you when. I just know in my heart that's going to happen. And God willing, that's going to happen in my lifetime. But those whales, they want your Bitcoin. So do not sell your Bitcoin, no matter what the news is. Elia Epping, welcome. Good to see you. Michael Lilly. Lilienfeld, good to see you um, as well. Cedric Youngerman, this is a good one. Look at this. Talk about the test of time. This was the 15th of July, 2011, when Tom Randolph tweeted, well, Bitcoin has stabilized at almost exactly $14 a coin. I mentioned this earlier. I'm tired of waiting for a jump. So I'm taking the loss and getting my cash back. Mm. I wonder where Tom is today. I wonder if he's uh, got back on the wagon and bought some more Bitcoin or whether he's living reg with regret and I'm wondering how many Bitcoin he had at that sort of price. And, well, this hasn't, um, hasn't aged well at all, has it? Uh, Dr. Jeff Ross, he's been a guest on my show. Check out BitcoinInterviews.com. I interviewed Dr. Jeff. He's a great guy. He calls it. People call him Dr. Bear because he's always bearish. But whatever he calls seems to, won't say come to pass. But there you go. I'll, I'll shut up. You panic sell Bitcoin because it's a speculative trade. I calmly buy Bitcoin because it is the greatest long-term savings vehicle humanity has ever seen. We are not the same. And I couldn't agree more. And then Robin Sayer, I think. Look at this one. Uh, Bitcoin fell off a cliff, as we can see the last few days. Uh, the, I think I should say these, actually. But uh, those are the moments where the weak hands get shaken out and strong hands get even stronger. Now, here's the key. Hodling Bitcoin isn't luck. It's discipline over a long time period of time. People who didn't do their own research are too weak to hodl. Hundreds and hundreds of hours watching YouTube podcasts from Andreas Antonopoulos to Bitcoin Meisters to Swan Bitcoin to um, there's loads of them, Bitcoin Magazine. There's just absolutely loads of them that I followed, watched and learned 
uh, coming from a non-finance background and a trucking background to get me to a point where I've got a mega strong hand that nobody's taking my Bitcoin no matter what. But he's so right. People who didn't do their own research or the proof of work are too weak to pot to, to huddle. Jean Vershaw, good to see you back, sir. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Mitchell Hoddle, the more I listen to macro jibber-jabber, the more I'm thankful I can just save in Bitcoin, get my 100%, not sure what CAGR, I think it's annual growth return, but not sure what the C means, and chill. And yeah, I mean, they're saying that, you know, 100% uh, per annum, that's a pretty darn good return just for hodling, isn't it? No Fed watching, no portfolio management, no counterparty risk, just stacking sats, hodling, and focusing my brain power on building, and I would add learning. Superb. How can you knock that? That is the way you do it. Joe Burnett tweeted, Despite Bitcoin's extraordinary volatility, a large majority of coins never move. Bitcoin moves higher because of its scarcity, lack of sellers. Volatility plays a critical role in shaking out any weak hands, enabling Bitcoin to experience the parabolic runs. As the weak hands sell, the whales mop it up. The whales will dump coins when the markets are quiet, like now in August, which then, if people have got Stop losses in, uh, they get liquidated, which creates a cascade effect. And the people below them, maybe the 28Ks got liquidated. Then it piled down and the 27Ks went. Then the 26Ks went. And here we are at just steady at 26K. Uh, but, you know, if you look at across the board, everything's in the red, people. So this is just what Bitcoin does. It doesn't phase me at all. If it phases you, you need to do more proof of work. You need to go down the rabbit hole and do more research on why Bitcoin. Thomas Farher finished with this. Bitcoin was a billion dollar network a decade ago, and now it's a $500 billion network. If you ask me, it's going to $100 trillion. Whoever is selling right now must be a fool or... They've no idea what they own. This is a money that will be used by 8 billion people. You just get it or you don't. And for me, you get it. Thank you, compound annual growth rate. I got the annual growth rate right. I couldn't remember what the C was. Thank you, Rocky Palumbo. And thanks for joining us. You either get it or you don't, people. And you know, when I first got that call from Gary, I didn't get it. I had to get on YouTube. I had to find decent podcasts with the right signal, and I had to learn. I had to spend a couple of hours each day giving up crappy TV and studying the asset that I wanted to be heavily involved in and wish I'd already bought instantly after chatting with Gary, and therefore I did the proof of work. And if you don't do the proof of work, I'm telling you now, you either get it or you don't get it. How profound is that based on the last half an hour. So, we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men afraid are afraid of the light. And you know what? People are afraid of this thing. 
And that is why we haven't got mass adoption yet, but it's coming. More and more people are waking up. More and more. Don't be afraid of it. There's an old um, story. Uh, An executionist was going to execute somebody on death row. And all of a sudden, the executionist said to the person, "Okay, this is a bit odd, but I'm going to give you a choice. He said, I can either execute you right now via a firing squad or you can walk through that black door over there. Choice is yours. The guy chose to be executed because he was scared to death of what was behind that door. Do not be scared to death of what is behind the door, people. Don't. So there you go. That is your UK Bitcoin Master Live show for today, the 21st of August, 2023. I might have said July at the top of the show. If I did, apologies. But um, hey, we'll see. It is August. Um, I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, as bullish as I've always been. And that never wavers, okay? Because I know what I'm holding and I know what the future's bringing. We just got to have patience. You got to learn patience. A guy was lying in bed one day and he was praying and he was saying, Lord, I lack patience and I really need some patience, but I'd like them tonight. You've got to learn to be patient. Bitcoin is not a get in today and make a load of money next month. It is a savings technology. It is saving for the future. That's what I suggest you do. No financial advice. Dollar cost average. Find a little bit of money each payday that you can afford to put into Bitcoin. Get a second job sell your furniture, whatever, DCA, because that chart I showed at the top of the show where Bitcoin could, only could, 183x over the next 10 years. But if it 40xs, you're going to see a $1 million Bitcoin. If you believe that could happen and Bitcoin's 26,000 right now, you want to be getting some just in case. Please tweet this out. If you're on the podcast, share it where you're listening. If you are new to the channel, do subscribe, hit the bell button and click all so you get notified when I go live. Come and join me on Thursday for some more bullish Bitcoin conversation. I'm going to leave you with my social media links. Thanks again to all of you that have supported me over the last five years and are still supporting me today. I really, really do appreciate each and every one of you. See you all on Thursday.